0: To concession impressions, a podcast where we review a movie right after we watch it. So th- today we're reviewing the movie She Said, which is like a, I wouldn't say biopic, like a drama, a d- documentary. It's, it's a dramatized
1: Wikipedia page. Yeah, <laughs> is how I would put it. In fact, I think the Wikipedia page might be more entertaining.
0: Nice. All right. Well, let's dump into and this episode. Certainly
1: not two hours.
0: Like I said, today we're reviewing the movie. She said the two-hour and fifteen-minute drama biography movie based on the the Harvey Weinstein. The two case.
1: reporters that. Um one well, because also Rowan Faro also uh, did a story on this, but the two of the reporters for the New York Times that did research and investigated Harvey Weinstein and the cases uh, of sexual assault.
0: Yes. So this whole situation pretty much led to the whole Me Too movement. Yes. Well, is like in the, part that's what the movie was telling us pretty much. Yeah. That was the last lines was pretty much this story pretty much led to the Me Too movement
1: There, there's a case to be made that that's erasing a whole lot of other women <laughs> who have been doing this for a lot longer and who have had other significant uh, impacts but that's also a part of the problem with this movie I think
0: it's kind of very similar to all the president's men or all presidents I think it is trying
1: yeah um, I mean, it, there's obvious... It's a, it's a story about reporting. You know, this and, like, Spotlight aren't another one mm-hmm. about uh, investigative journalism. I think where this one goes really wrong and those other ones maybe perhaps understand the assignment a little better <laughs> is those other ones are trying to tell a story. This one is trying to download information on you. Like, like this movie has literally two modes, Right. It has Wikipedia page exposition dump mode and it has virtue signaling random like mode where they're, you know, congratulating themselves on being hardworking mothers.
0: Yeah, but you know what? The one thing I thought was really interesting was that a lot of times they would be in the middle of a conversation and then, wait, sorry, hold on. I'm going to get a phone call. I'm going to take this really quickly. Go take
1: it. Okay. I'm
0: just kidding. That literally happens 10 times I bought that.
1: I really thought you got a phone call. (laughs) I feel lied to.
0: Because like that would happen they were like oh I just talked to this person wait hold on I know you're saying something but I'm going to take a phone call and then they'll take the phone call and the scene will just end. Yeah. And I was like wait I don't understand like what these scenes are
1: That and then the other popular scene that this had was the walking and talking scene because it makes it appear that things are happening.
0: (laughs) Isn't that like the um, Oh Sorkin.
1: Is Sorkin who you're yes, thinking of? Yes,
0: he was like the one who who kind of like really, he loved to do that scene of just like walking and talking mm-hmm. to get while they're doing stuff to show that they're doing stuff.
1: Sorkin is actually really good at biograph- biopics, by the way. He He's one of my favorite biopics of all time, Steve Jobs.
0: Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. I really that one's great. It.
1: Also has a lot of walking and talking moments, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is that they are actually tense. This is not tense when you're just seeing random people walk into a room and walk around on phone calls. What makes it tense is the stakes. And this movie somehow manages to not give you any stakes. Yeah. And, like, like I think it's because it wanted to focus on the two girl bosses at the center of this reporting mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of actually focusing on... On maybe a character that has a real, you know crisis on their hand, which is maybe one of these women that were was assaulted by Weinstein and has to actually make a decision to go up against this behemoth of a, this behemoth of a man who is not only incredibly wealthy and incredibly famous, but is literally a captain of the most public industry in the world.
0: I love all what you're saying. And I want to jump into it more. I don't know if there really needs to be a spoiler for this movie because it's kind of like... Hopefully you've
1: heard the story already.
0: Let's do our our scoop metric first. Sure. And then let's talk about it a little bit more because Mm -hmm. I think we're going too deep. And I I feel like everyone already knows what we're going to say for everything else because we're kind of going... (laughs) Maybe. Sure. All right. Scoop metric. What do you say, Chase?
1: Um, Two scoops that fell out of the ice cream cone and onto the ground before you got a chance to lick them. Hmm. So yeah. you're left with nothing. Yeah. Even though it's clear there was ice cream there, but it's now melting on the ground. And there's dog shit in it. <laughs> well, I mean, if it drops in the ground
0: regardless, I don't hope you don't pick it up, Chase.
1: There's, the point is it's like, I don't, they just really dropped the ball here anyway. You know, like there's no, there's no saving this movie when it's done this way. This is like one of the most important stories of the decade, if not the century.
0: That's what I was going to say, like the story and the, like it feels like something that needs to be told, but it just, not this way. I feel bad saying it. Because
1: it's important. It's an important subject.
0: Yeah, it is. I'm glad this movie was still made. I was also, I wanted to give it like one scoop just to be like, see it still, because it's like an important thing, important topic and whatnot, but...
1: I also don't think this will be the last movie made on this subject.
0: And I think there might be probably other really interesting stories within this Me Too movement that mm. can be told, and that can hopefully be told a lot better than this film tried to do.
1: Even within the film industry, it's far from rid of its problems.
0: I agree I would say maybe like I would maybe give it one scoop um still for that reason but let's go into it like we have like you said some stuff let's just take a break and then let's come back and kind of go into details and like maybe pick a certain scene or something like that that we thought backs up the reasoning behind it And we're back. This is the spoiler section. This is the spoiler section. So, I guess this is the spoiler for it. this different scene.
1: So, I don't know. I feel like there were maybe five to eight, like, decent scenes, which, if you do the math out of a movie that's maybe has about 60 scenes per average, uh, you get an idea of this movie and its entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are, uh, especially the scenes where they are directly questioning a a possible witness or not questioning they're investigating those are the some of the better scenes i think the scene with the british lady in the tea house was probably one of the my favorites and then also the accountant was one of my favorites and i think those scenes show why there is true drama to be mined here yeah (laughs) which is like the fact that they i mean it, it Obviously, there's drama here to be mined. Like, this is an incredibly dramatic story of a of a guy, um, a very powerful man, who has been avoiding consequences for decades. The fact that they managed to make it so clinical and boring is almost a feat.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much Harvey Weinstein
1: abused sexually. 82 known victims.
0: Yeah, so many people, and went unpunished for so long that it's it's crazy. And I do agree with you that those scenes were the most enticing and most interesting scenes, especially when they kind of like went back and like showed like little flashbacks of things. That was kind of, I thought, an interesting mm-hmm. uh, like use of the scene. But other than that, I think, like you're saying, I think there's maybe too many scenes in it. There's like so many scenes that felt kind of pointless where it would just I have this person on the phone and then it cuts and then they just like don't do anything i feel like a lot of times
1: or i mean it's an utter failure of main character i think also do you feel like i don't
0: maybe it's like important to show the characters who they are but
1: the reporters or the victims? Y- yeah
0: no um sorry the reporters i didn't necessarily feel like i needed to see the reporters lives i rather would want to see like the, the, the people the victims lives
1: they're the story It it confounds me why they chose to write the movie this way. And I I think it is the... I truly wonder if it is just, like, the writer of this film and possibly the director, like, wanted to have a girl boss film. (laughs) Which, like, there's... If you don't know, there's a criticism of what is called girl boss feminism, which is basically where women just take on the role of exploitative men and uh don't actually make any systemic changes that would lead to equality for all that's kind of all this movie focuses on is these two women who are getting the scoop of their careers
0: (laughs) the the only thing i thought of though was that these characters they're trying to show that like oh because they both had girls is what i noticed as well like Mm -hmm. oh i don't want to grow my kids up in a world where this man can run free and abuse women
1: but so much of that also felt so shallow and virtual virtue signally which is a term i don't particularly love because i think it's very it has a lot of connotations from the right wing but uh (laughs) not to reveal too much about my own politics <laughs> it's it's uh, this movie is a, is an offender where almost every other scene has something like where they're just trying to like prove their progressive bona fides, and I I found it to be really annoying after a while, <laughs> because it would you know completely take a tension out of the scene as we'd get like a a a scene of a our veteran a reporter helping a young colleague who's also a black woman or like something like that you know like it would just be like so random has nothing to do with the story like trying to show women helping women or we get a scene of like like why why do we give a shit that the one reporter had postpartum depression that has no bearing on the story at all it gives no real character information for her because she doesn't have any like struggle with it like apart from a couple scenes early on that never get addressed. Yeah. Um it's just wikipedia information. You know, I I you know if I wanted to learn more about this reporter, I could go in and and read her wikipedia page and learn oh she was struggling with some depression at the beginning of the story. Like oh that's interesting. This is not relevant to this specific story about sexual assault at the hands of powerful men who do not have anyone to check their power and the role that reporting plays in that i think
0: everything you said was great so i just want to let you give a go on a roll there um i think just in general if you boiled those scenes down and kind of had it more condensed and take out a lot of those extra scenes and like you said like their backstories and kind of all these things that felt a little too extra. I think you could have also maybe condensed or combined several scenes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like also the movie felt so long and drawn out. I think probably because the scenes weren't as enticing. It felt like it was almost three hours long but it was actually only two hours and 15 minutes.
1: I looked at my phone four times throughout the movie, which that's my personal signal that I am not engaged. Wow. What was the
0: scene also that we you... Said like what was the point of this scene?
1: Um there was one moment was it was it the moment with when uh we just zoom in on the main character expressionless and she's in the room like interviewing Harvey Weinstein. Yeah,
0: okay, that's a great okay, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> um so there's a whole point where Harvey Weinstein comes to the New York Times to talk to them. To
1: try and kill the story. Like this big thing
0: that they're like keep talking about throughout the film is like Oh, what if he talks? Like, what do we talk to him? Like, how do we how do we address this? Do we want to interview him? Do we want to let him in? This whole build-up to it, and then it's just like, they get there, actually. And it's nothing. They just, like, cut to the next scene.
1: Well, no, they have a long, drawn-out zoom into the face of one of the reporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, just stoic. Like, that's all we get. That's all the information yeah, yeah. we get is that she's it... stoic, which we had gotten a hundred times over by this point.
0: And then it cuts the next scene, and then they talk about what happened in the meeting that they were just showing. It's like,
1: wait, then what was the point? Or actually have that fucking confrontation with Harvey. Like, they clearly went out of their way to find an actor who resembles Harvey Weinstein, at least from the back. We never actually saw his face. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm curious why that was. But then also, like, this scene with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow
0: when they're like oh we're gonna go see see her and then they go to the house and there's a whole scene and then it's like oh okay uh Gwyneth Paltrow's gonna come out now and then it just cuts to like all right I talked to Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Gwyneth Paltrow got getting mentioned a hundred times throughout the movie and we never see her and then also was that actually Ashley Judd playing herself that was actually her playing herself in all these like hero shots because she came forward which is great I love that you know, in a real world sense that she came forward.
0: Wait, but, is she the one who says, I have to say something as a woman? As a woman and, and a Christian. A Christian. <laughs> I was like,
1: oh, okay. That was cringe. And I felt bad because I, I, I kind of reacted. I laughed at the theater really loudly and nobody else was laughing. And I was like, I know it's serious, but that line was so cringy. It was like, just like, okay. Like, I'm glad that you, these are your reasons, but... I'm sure that's not actually how the phone call went. Yeah. And if it did, it feels very rehearsed. Which, you know, you are an actor, so maybe. They kept giving her these, like, dramatic, like, shots where she's framed beautifully in light, and they've subtly pointed the camera up towards her face, and she's looking very grand, but also approachable. Like, it's, Yeah, that's true. I, I, and I, I, I don't know. It, and it felt, it just... I think it cheapened it Mm -hmm. when it really should have felt like, I really feel like we should have felt the weight of this decision because this is her actual life. Yeah. And this isn't a hero moment. This is one of the worst moments probably in her life that she's ever had to deal with. And now she's having to go public with it, possibly ruining her career forever. Mm -hmm. And we get none of that emotion from this. All we get is that she's triumphant and brave and a strong girl boss.
0: Now, I will say, though, that they are all really strong and brave for coming out and saying and finally taking him down. But of course. Yes, I agree with you that that scene was just like, feels very like, oh, I'll be in this movie, but you have to make me look really good kind mm-hmm. of thing. Which, I don't know.
1: I mean, I kind of, like, I, I can't think of what else she's been in recently. So, like, I do feel like this probably did have an impact on her career. Also, the fact that she's a, a over 50-year-old woman in Hollywood that, doesn't help anyone unfortunately Mm -hmm. but um and i think there is a good story to tell here how would you fix it
0: i think your point in the beginning was i think really good which was that i think it should have followed maybe one of the victims or more closely with the victims and it kind of starts that way where it starts with the the uh
1: irish girl yes that opening scene i thought was great like it starts in like a very horror kind of way
0: yeah, it was. I was like, okay, and then it like doesn't really follow any of the victims until like kind of the middle, of the end kind of mm-hmm. thing. Which I feel like it should have just stuck more with the victims and then go into the ending of like the conversation with with Weinstein and then 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 the end kind of thing. I think I think that would have been a lot better of a
1: film. I, I agree with you. I, I this movie wants to focus so much on the uh, like minutia of journalism for some reason. Which, that's not interesting to anybody. Like, even journalists don't give a shit about that. (laughs) They do everything to avoid that shit. Because they want to get to telling the story of their subjects. And this movie has a very clear hero character, I think. And I think it is... Laura Madden has an actual arc throughout the film. The only character that has an actual arc throughout the film that I remember. Yeah. Um, probably the best arc in the film. Yes. We see her as as a young adult uh, stumbling onto a career uh, in film, and we see how Harvey Weinstein and his actions stifled that irrevocably. Mm-hmm. And then we see her as an adult dealing with the consequences of that, as well as life in general, and then also making the very brave decision to come forward at the end. Yeah.
0: And also dealing with cancer. Yes. Um, so a lot going on. I think, yeah, I think her character was very interesting. And I think like there,
1: I think you could even structure it around these two character, these two, this story and these journalists can be a part of the story. I, I think maybe how I would have done this would have been something inspired very much like by Steve jobs, the movie, uh, in these like three acts or maybe depending on the number of acts. But structured around the interviews with the victims Mm -hmm. and just have the whole movie playing from first interview to second to third to fourth to final interviews and then the final publication yeah and then the repercussions of that i think that would have been a much stronger movie yeah because that's all we care about is the people at the heart of the story Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one cares that you have to get you know, the journalists have to get multiple sources to corroborate things before they can publish it.
0: I <laughs> also like, uh, they had a whole series like, oh, you have uh, two spaces here and uh, no, two spaces over here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, do I really need to go through this proofreading of this article right now? Like, what's, why is this movie going through this? That's,
1: uh, it's just, and it's not visual. I mean, it's boring. It makes no difference to the story whether there's two spaces here or or whatever Or I like the side characters I found so annoying sometimes I,
0: I agree, everything we were saying I, I totally agree um, so I think there's nothing else left to say other than just
1: is there any filmmaking thing to take away from this um, other than a warning for how not to make a biopic
0: I think the one thing is to find good stories and I think this is definitely a good story and find something that needs that should be told and this movie is it's not a Marvel film it's not like a superhero film it's a story that's should be told and that's the important part that I think that I think that they got right is that they found this I mean this this story was kind of huge but Mm -hmm. like they got out there and they're making a film about this story and that's a good takeaway is like tell a good story right like tell something that needs to be told and this is doing that in a bad way but it's still doing it
1: mm-hmm. i agree anyway um concession impression
0: i'm gonna give it i'm gonna say hot dog mm. which is actually maybe a little bit generous
1: i would say hot dog is about well, because i think it is just the problem with it is it's disappointing <laughs> Like, I, I understand why it exists.
0: It's just, like it's not satisfactory. Which is, like, a hot dog is, like, tasty. There's, like, bits, like you said, bits of scenes that were good, that yeah. I enjoyed. And there was the story that needs to be told, and
1: that's great. But there's just, like, you're wanting more. That's the other takeout takeaway that maybe you could take from this. Is letting a scene play out between just two characters with something that the one character wants that the other one has and the level of engagement and drama that that can have on screen. Because those few scenes that we get that, there's like five, six of them, are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's literally just one woman facing down another woman who has a secret that she doesn't want to say yet. Yeah. So that would be another thing. But yeah, I agree. Hot dog, hot dog film could have been i think really great and really important and the subject is very important
0: yeah yeah definitely so i think try again i don't know like like you said yeah. i think there, there should there will be more films like this in the future i'm sure and i'm hoping that they are tell a better story
1: and actually like give us something like some praxis to take away yeah Cause right now this movie's just like we, we we published our story yeah we did our job <laughs> yeah so the politics of this movie are a whole other discussion read the wikipedia page or read the article the, the new read york the times. article
0: read the new york times article save yourself read all two the articles mhm alright well that's it for this episode happy thanksgiving everyone or well, I guess it's already past thanksgiving Hope you all had a a great Thanksgiving. Is it
1: past Thanksgiving when this comes? It is. Yes, it is. Because that's this coming up. Yeah, it's a few days. Mm -hmm.
0: So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you all are recovering from your food comas. And have a great weekend. We'll see you all next week. Bye.